Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Mahogany Bookkeeping provides a full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, sales tax, and much more. To schedule a consultation with Mahogany Bookkeeping, click the buy button on this ad or visit mahoganybookkeeping.com. Hi, this is Yvette Freeman, publisher of The Envoy. If you're a minority or female business owner or creative artist, The Envoy magazine wants to help promote your business. Get listed, get featured, get seen. Visit theenvoyguide.com for more info. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm excited to be back another week on my show here on Biz Radio Asheville. As always, I want to thank the listeners. I want to thank Matt Natan, the creator and producer of the show. Um, Keep listening because we're continuing to reach more streaming platforms. But again, just wanted to thank everyone that's listening. So let's jump right into today's show. Um, Today's guest is very special to me. She started out as a student in my financial tools class with Mountain BizWorks um, last fall. And I definitely want to plug that I start a new series with um, financial tools with Mountain BizWorks this Friday, September the 10th. So please sign up at mountainbizworks.org. And this guest also acquired me to do some bookkeeping cleanup and ongoing accounting and then just through life's journeys and things that we both have been through we've became really good friends so today i have the honor of having a mother a wife an entrepreneur and the co-owner with her husband mark of black mountain handyman llc miss kenda muller thank you so much for being on welcome thank you i'm so thrilled and excited to be here (laughs) Yay! And it's Kenda's first time on radio, so I it's know she's going to do. <laughs> you're going to be. We're gonna, I'm going to be very gentle. It's going to be fun. Okay, good. So we always start the show by telling the listeners a little bit about yourself. So where are you from? How you found yourself in Western North Carolina, and how you became an entrepreneur? Sure. We are from Texas. I um, would claim to fame. I'm a Texan. Living in North Carolina, we moved. I never here. knew that. I never you did. <laughs> no, I wasn't born in Texas, but as they say, I got there as quick as I could. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I most of my life in Texas. We actually moved to North Carolina for my husband to to teach at a university here, and we moved here. It was great, fantastic, and we've loved staying here. It's just beautiful. How long um, have you guys been here now, Kendra? Since the summer of 2014. So this will be our seventh. We just finished our seventh summer. Wow. How are you guys liking it? We're going to keep you for a little bit. Oh, my gosh. If the mountains (laughs) stay, we're staying. There's just something about it here. I love it. Yeah. So tell us about the entrepreneurship journey, because, you know, you're a mom of two. You have a husband. So you're really a mom of three. Yes. <laughs> and, and I know you were working full time. How did you guys determine we're going to start a handyman business? 
it was never on our radar. And I think that is the coolest part of our story. We just kept following the open doors and Mm -hmm. one of uh, where Mark was teaching at, it just wasn't what we wanted to continue doing for a lot of little reasons, but Mm -hmm. one big giant opportunity opened up in that door and we said, let's just try it. And we never imagined it would grow and to do as well as we're doing or where we would be, I guess now four years later. Wow. Um, So, and that's a lot, you know, a lot of people don't realize like some people feel like they have to have this blueprint and I have to have this business plan and I have to have all this money in the bank and that's all great. But sometimes you can just fall into entrepreneurship and you can figure it out by taking the classes like you did at Mountain BizWorks, finding people that can be mentors to you. So that's pretty cool that you guys completely got out of your comfort zone and started this business four years ago. Absolutely. In fact, I think we, I've a personality is to do things just to start and then figure it out as we go. And I think that's the heartbeat of an entrepreneur. Um, and so that's how I actually met you. I realized I needed help financially in our QuickBooks. Yes. And it's two years later into the business. I'm like, I need help. So that's how I found you. And that's just our story. That's where we started. Awesome. And before we really jump into um, Black Mountain Handyman and, sure. you know, who you serve and um, the different services, I definitely wanted to touch a little bit in your personal life because I know recently you guys suffered a loss in your family, baby Kent. And I just appreciate that you're just willing to share a little bit about that because, you know, that affected you guys personally and also professionally with the business. And I'm hoping that can inspire folks that are grieving but they're still having to run a business. And as most of you listening know, you really don't have a backup plan if you have to, you know, if, if a tragedy happens and you have to be away from the business, the business still has to run. So can you share with the listeners a little bit of what you and your family have gone through and how you've been able to keep the business and your personal lives all together? Yes. Um, in February, I we had our third son, baby Kent, and we had no idea he would be born with a heart condition uh, called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and Noonan syndrome. It was not on our radar. And so from the very first night, we did not know what the next day would look like. Mm. And fast forward, we transferred from Mission Hospital here in Asheville to Levine's Children's Hospital in Charlotte. And we were there for three months before he passed, ultimately of heart failure, waiting for a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking back, I think that the number one thing that helped us in our business sense is that we established this business from the very first day. We knew it was going to be about serving people well with a relationship. Mm. And so we had a foundation of trust and a relationship within our community, within our clients. So from the very first night that Kent was in our family, Mark was not able to be fully 100 present, but he still had to run a business. We had employees, we had employees to pay. We had Mm -hmm. clients to serve. We had our own family that we had to support and we weren't able to take, Mark was not able to take three months off he did have the flexibility to travel back and forth from Charlotte two to three times a week. And it was only because I think personally that we had our own business because Mm -hmm. I imagine how could he have done that working for somebody else in a nine to five or 
because as understanding as employers are, they're still going to say, well, your short term disability is only going to last so long, you know, exactly. Only, so that's a that's a great positive, you know, to look at exactly. the situation is that you did have that flexibility. Yes. And ultimately, when we think about how we, for lack of a better word, survived the initial shock and loss of just from the first night of diagnosis to when Mark had to, when I called him that Thursday morning and said, you need to come back to the hospital because he wasn't going to make it for the rest of the day. It was always about the support and the, the, the care that we had within our own employees. We're very careful who we hire because mm-hmm. of our team culture. And we had to ultimately trust them to run our business because Mark was stretched so thin, making sure our other children had dinner on the table and they sure. were getting to school and supporting me while I was in Charlotte with our third son that yeah. we didn't know how he would, how he would fare. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And I just, again, so appreciate your strength and your transparency talking about this because I know that this is going to help somebody yeah. else that's listening go through this. And also to help remind people that you can overcome difficult times and your business still survived and it's actually made your family closer. And, you know, we talked about prior to all this happening, you were interested in opening up a bookkeeping business to help people in your industry. And we talked recently and you're like, you know what? I have a different path now and that's fine too. You know, in life, things are going to happen. That's going to change maybe some of the entrepreneurship lanes that you're going in. And it it makes you remember again, before any of the business, family is number one. Family is number one. And I just recently was reading this chapter in this book and it says, time is eternity in disguise. And I Mm. think we forget so easily, especially being an entrepreneur working 80, 100 hours a week, it seems that time is sacred. Time is everything that you have. It's the one resource that you cannot place a value on. And right now it is extremely valuable to me and to my husband. And so we are very picky on and choosy on how we spend our time. Mm -hmm. We're far more family oriented now than we ever have been, but that's because of what we've been through. Yep. Yep. And I think you're doing everything the right way. There's no time on grieving. You know, I shared with you dealing with my sister's loss and my dad's loss and you know, sometimes we can bury ourselves in work, but you do need to take that time to just process everything. And then you also can find, okay, I I have a new purpose. You know, sometimes people feel like I'm just stuck in, this is what I said I always wanted to do. So I just have to keep following through. No, you know, life, you're going to have different seasons and different changes. And I'm just glad that I was able to meet you and that I can continue to help you with the books for Black Mountain Handyman. And I definitely want us before we get off to talk about your business. And I know at one point there was like a, a six week waiting list. Oh my goodness, uh, Veronica. Yes. I, <laughs> you know, I think ultimately what people want is, and I don't think this is just our industry of home repair. I think it's all, all industries. They want honest people to work with. And they want to be, um, they want us to show up, whether that's on time, physically, or in person, mentally and emotionally, they want you there. And so we have, from day one, that has been our theme, to show up, to be honest, and to do good work. And so because of that, we have a waiting list. We have uh, 
a backlog of time and it changes depending on the weather, to be honest. That's we are true. very weather dependent uh, work. But we also are very picky about who we hire and who we place on jobs. We want to make sure we have our best painter working on a job that is a painting job. And we don't just throw anybody at the job. And I think because of that, clients really acknowledge that we are doing our best work for them because it's their home and we would want the same in our home. Exactly. So tell us a little bit, what type of services um, does Black Mountain Handyman provide? Because I just think that's so cool, especially around the time that I met you last year. I just moved into a house that was almost 20 years old and my husband and I are that handy. And I know we definitely had you guys come out to um, quote us on, on, on some areas in the house, but let the listeners know, what can they call you guys for? We do. I, when I say a little bit of everything, it's true, but we really do enjoy doing some small, small remodels. So we do bathroom remodels. We do a, a very light kitchen remodel, but at the same time, we also install ceiling fans and we paint mm-hmm. hallways and we paint, um, and pressure wash decks. We do that because of the, the beautiful weather we have here most year round. We do a lot of entertaining or, or clients do. And so most of our homes are just uh, people, most of our clients are people who either don't feel safe on a ladder or right. do <laughs> yes, not, that's me. which is, which is very uh, normal. Um, or we yes. have uh, families and parents who just want a fresh update to something that they've lived in their house for a while. And they just are finally ready to, to, to do something different. And because we are smaller, um, we, we serve Black Mountain, North Carolina. Because of that, we're able to, um, to do these smaller projects um, and do a quicker turnaround, if that makes sense. So we have about That's a six great. to eight week wait, wait list, but at the same time, we can usually get it done in one to two, three weeks, depending on the job size. That's awesome. And I know you guys are located in Black Mountain, but do you serve Asheville, Candler, Hendersonville, or is it just in that area? Right now, because of our backlog, we're just serving Black Mountain, but we do go into Asheville um, area depending Mm -hmm. on really the season or really the job. So it's always worth a phone call or an email to our incredible office manager um, and they can really kind of hash out. Or we do recommend a lot of people that we would trust in our homes. So we have some referral programs that we can help refer out. Um, different work- workers that we would recommend. Awesome. And before we um, we sign off, I definitely wanted to make sure that you plug the website, um, yes. any social media. But on the show, we always ask uh, the guests to give some type of tip, some type of jewel, something that you've learned now being an entrepreneur for four years. What would you say is something that you wish you knew, you and your husband knew four years ago? And then what are some recommendations that you would give to people that's kind of jumping into your industry and they're saying, you know, I have this passion. I want to start this business, but I don't know how to get started. I would say I have two things, one a little personal, one a little professional. Personal, I really think every person goes through a loss. Every person, whether it's a personal family death or whether it's a loss of a career and you have to really change paths that that loss is an opportunity to really see who's around you and what and who you could serve. Mm-hmm. And so as long as you keep that in your mindset, it's not a, it's not an end of a path. Sure. I love that. As far as professional, I would say it's really important. The first year Mark and I were in business, we were up till midnight, 1am 
doing everything. We cried many tears. We <laughs> went, I mean, we just had to make a lot of risky decisions and it was just a lot. And mm -hmm. so the sooner we were able to hire an office manager, that was our first step of really trusting to help us without um, making the, you know, she wasn't working on the homes, but she was helping support us. Yes. That was a game changer because it then allowed Mark to do better work. Yes. So finding those strategic de decisions, it is risky, but to make a calculated risk and you just have to do it. Yep. There's no, there's no, uh, con uh, you know, confidence that's going to come other mm -hmm. than just to try it. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work and you move on and you try something else, but it is a risky decision, but you have to be strategic about setting yourself up for the long haul. And when you guys started, were, were you still working full time? But Mark I was a hundred percent. And see, that's another thing. A lot of entrepreneurs I have talked to is that they're still having to balance a full time job while trying to put as much energy as possible into this new business, which I totally get because we know that there's not always loans available and grants and it takes a lot of capital sometimes to get businesses started. But that in itself just adds so much extra stress, you know, and right. onto the relationship. So I'm always smiling ear to ear when I hear businesses like yourself that do have the six to eight week waiting. That's a good problem to have, you know, and that right. you did go out on faith and that you did actually get somebody to help out. And, you know, I'm in that same growing pain now, too, where we've talked about like, yeah, I need to, you know, start increasing my book of business for bookkeeping. I kind of just shut that down because I just didn't have enough time. And for years, people are like, Veronica, you need to hire a bookkeeper. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> it is it is. A, it's it's so risky. It's so scary. But then when you realize that you can you have to calculate. And this is what I learned a lot through Mountain BizWorks and through working with you is you find out what it costs and then mm -hmm. add in your, what you want your profit. And that's the hourly charge, you know? Yep. And so you really have to think about strategically financially your decisions. And if it makes sense on paper, it will work. It, it might feel bumpy. It might feel mm -hmm. scary, but you have to keep moving forward and trust the numbers and trust your work ethic. Right. Exactly. And I think the biggest thing that you said is keep moving forward. Keep and, moving uh, forward. and also when you said it's going to be scary, I think someone told me if you ever are waiting for that right time, you're never going to do it. You know, like we have to parent ourselves like our children. Are they going to want to do homework? Do they want to brush their teeth? Do they want to you know, clean their room? But we've taught them like this is just a necessity that you have to do. You might not like it, but you need to do it. And I think in the entrepreneurship world, that happens so much more often and it takes people out of their comfort zone. But it's one of those things like in order to be successful, you kind of have to fall into that failure sometimes, get back up and just keep on pushing. We are better people because of owning a business. Mark and I say this all the time that we're so grateful, so thankful that we decided to start this business four years ago. We would have never known the path that we would have taken on, especially with our family and our loss of our son. Mm -hmm. But we would never trade it for the world as the many long nights that we've had, the many scariest decisions and many yes. tears. It would it, it's still we ultimately love what we do. We love how we can help our community mm -hmm. and we just enjoy the flexibility of having a family that can travel to Charlotte on a dime's notice or can yep. take a week off because we need, uh, you know, Mark and I needed time to recover as a for our marriage. 
Yes. You know, we really are so thankful that we were entrepreneurs and we had our business. I mean, that's a great way to, to wrap it all up. And I just want to reiterate that again. I, I just feel like everyone listening, if it's a hobby, if it's something that you're passionate about, just start it. Because I do think you learn so much more about yourself. You push yourself in areas you never would have pushed yourself. You meet people that you would never have met. And you only live once, you know, and to just always get comfortable in that job that you don't necessarily love, but we've been brainwashed. I feel like, you know, that you have to work so many hours to feel like you've accomplished something or to feel like that you have earned, you know, that degree or that certification by working for someone else. So, Kenda, thank you so much for sharing your family's journey, your journey. Thank you for having a business in beautiful Black Mountain. Thank you. We're excited about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So please let the listeners know how can they get in contact with you? How can they get a quote? Where can we find you guys? Sure. We are primarily on Facebook. And so you could probably venture Black Mountain Handyman on Facebook. Uh, We also are on our website, www.blackmountainhandyman.com. And I do want to put a small little plug in for our um, nonprofit that we are trying so diligent to work called hammer and heart it is yes, to help help. yes it's our it's our nonprofit that we just recognize there's a lot of homeowners that can't afford work and so we are working to with other companies non um, construction companies or supply agencies in this western north carolina to provide home repairs for uh, homeowners that can't afford it so it's called hammer and the heart and that's on our website link as well Well, I'm definitely going to check it out and I'm going to donate as well because I know that's a great cause for great people. Thank you. And thank you so much, Kenda, for being on today. Thank you so much for working with me and Balance Virtually and trusting me with your books because I don't take that lightly. And I know that you guys are going to continue to have lots of success and keep doing what you're doing when it comes to the work-life balance. It's just a breath of fresh air to hear that you can be a mom you can be a wife and you can have a business and still, you know, feel at peace and be happy. Thank you. Yes. One day at a time, but we got it. Yes. So again, I just want to tell the listeners how they can um, listen to the show. So every Friday, 4.30 PM, you can stay connected to all things biz radio Asheville by going to bizradioashville.com or you can get the app by entering in 36260 as the contact and text Asheville. So Kenda, thank you again. And I look forward to getting on that waiting list. (laughs) Yes. Thanks, Veronica. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.